You and your companions wake up on a sandy beach. You rub your eyes, trying to get some of that sand out. Your head is aching, and you feel as if you've, filled, you've been filled with water and strung out to dry. You stand up, looking around. You see flotsam littering the shore as well as rocky crags a few meters into the ocean. That's right. You and your, you and your companions shipwrecked last night. You were sailing, and then a storm hit. Next thing you knew, some ginormous creature had taken hold of your ship underwater and had drawn you towards this land. Last thing you remembered was the ship being pulled under the waves. You look up. The island seems to be home to a large jungle. You hear the chatter of various animals emanating from inside. It's quiet, though. You hear the lapping of the waves and... Almost you think you hear the sound of distant drums. Curious. So, what would you like to do? Welcome back to the 11th episode of How to Be a Better DM. Together we are going to discover how to tell better stories as you, Dungeon Master Sessions of D&D 5e. Uh, as always, let me shout out Couchy Audio, who helps out with our audio here on the show. Reach out to them for all your audio needs by sending a direct message on Instagram to at K-A-H-O-O-T-A-Z, and he will help you out too. Uh, today is a bit of a short show, so hopefully it's useful to you, but let me tell you a few mistakes I've made while being a dungeon master, and more importantly, some simple ways to fix or avoid them. Uh, number one, big mistake number one, not limiting players. Most of these mistakes that I've made are because I'm too nice of a person. When you decide you want to start a campaign, set a number of players in your mind and stick to it. If you're like me, you should probably set it two or three people lower than what you think is okay because you'll still somehow acquire a few extra players. Having lots of people is fun, but it's super tough to manage, so stick with more manageable group sizes for better gameplay, believe me. In my current group, we started out with uh, four people, and I was going to play one of them, and then we somehow got up to six or seven, and slowly people have been dropping out, so now that we're down to five players plus me as the DM, which seems to be working okay. Number two, my big mistake is giving them too many magic items. I'm constantly tempted to give the players these awesome items way too fast, and that just looks weird, honestly. You end up having a bunch of level two characters with legendary items, and it's just just super weird. Plus, it's hard to gauge the difficulties of encounters because they have these amazing items that do all these damages and, and all these cool things, and so it kind of skews the encounter builder that you might be using on D&D Beyond and such. Uh, I'd suggest giving no more than two magical items to your group in any particular dungeon, and if you're giving them more than two items in a session, that's way too many. Honestly, that's, you know, two items is probably too many in a single dungeon, so maybe even one. Uh, the group can obviously decide to buy or make however many items they want, or have resources for, I guess is a better way to say it, but finding items is completely different. Uh, so I would definitely limit the items you give them. You work eight hours a day. You spend time with your family, and when you come home, you do work around the house and it seems that you never have as much time as you would like to prepare for your D&D sessions. Does this sound like you? Wouldn't it be amazing to have endless material prepared for your D&D sessions anyways? 
That's where Roll and Play Press comes in. Roll and Play Press provides D&D 5e compatible material for any type of session. Running a one-shot? Check out their One-Shot Wonders book with over 100 one-shot ideas. Getting started with a new sci-fi campaign? Get their Game Master's Sci-Fi Toolkit to have your games much more prepared with much less effort. Why reinvent the wheel? Check out Roll and Play Press at rollandplaypress.com, see what they have to offer, and get a 10% discount when you buy something by using the code BETTERDM10, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-D-M-10, at checkout. Give yourself just a little bit extra help so that you can continue being the world's greatest dungeon master. Number three, big mistake I made, making dungeons too long. This is a mistake I've made currently while trying to make a specific dungeon really cool. You know, if your group likes it though, it's not a huge issue, but you shouldn't make the dungeon last longer than other important plot points, unless it's actually a central plot point, in which case that's fine. Uh, but if it's a side quest, as the dungeon we're in right now is, for me, uh, maybe two to three sessions is okay. If it's a major side quest, maybe five max. But it shouldn't be any more than that, because you don't want your players forgetting what the actual goal of the campaign is. The side quest I have my players on, it has nothing to do with the main quest, really. And we've been here for so long. And I've actually had to kind of expedite it a little bit and just give them some things for free in order to make it go faster. Uh, mistake number four is making friendly NPCs way too strong. Again, I'm, I'm too nice of a person, but in this case, I made the mistake by creating this NPC and tying it to a part of the backstory of one of my characters so it the NPC can't die. And so since I knew it would be traveling with the players, I didn't want this player or this character to die, so I made him a bit too strong. Now he deals way too much damage and he kills too many monsters... Uh, it's, you know, and it's just not helpful. So as soon as we're out of this really long dungeon, away he goes. No more helpful NPC that does tons of damage and doesn't die. It's just going to go back to the players doing their own things and making their mistakes. So number five, big mistake I made is shielding my players. Sometimes because I'm, again, too nice of a person and I don't want to see them, you know, hurt or whatever. Sometimes I'm a little bit too lax on my players than I should be. I forget enemy resistances until it's too late, or I give them too many healing potions or things like that. You know, the best way to fix this one, unfortunately, is to grow a freaking spine. And I'm, I'm talking to myself here. You know, their characters are gonna fall. They're probably gonna die too at some point. That's just a fact of the game. I have to get used to it, and you do too. You obviously have good taste. I mean, you listen to How to Be a Better DM, after all. We thank you so much for your support. And if you've ever gotten anything useful from How to Be a Better DM, take a minute and rate us and review us on your podcast listening app of choice. It goes a very long way to helping our show help many more Dungeon Masters out there who are just like you. If you love our content, help others become better Dungeon Masters too. So, those are the five mistakes out of many that I've made while DMing Dungeons and Dragons. Number one, not limiting players. Number two, giving too many magic items. Number three, making dungeons too long. Number four, making friendly NPCs too strong. And number five, shielding my players. What mistakes have you made while DMing? What have you learned from it? 
Send your answers to at Geronimo Levis on Instagram. And next episode, I'll shout you out, read your responses on the show so other people can learn from your mistakes as you are hopefully learning from mine. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Thank you guys for rating and reviewing the show. It goes so long in helping promote the show, but hopefully you've learned from my mistakes and are becoming a better DM than I am. Until next time, let's roll initiative.